When I say that I was changed, it means that having assumed that I am what the moment denied, what my reason denied, that I remain in that state long enough to make that state stable, so that all my energies are flowing from that state. I am no longer thinking of that state. I am thinking from that state. So that wherever a state grows so stable as to definitely expel all its rivals, then that central, habitual state of consciousness from which I think defines my character and is really a true transformation or change of consciousness. Whenever I reach that state of stability, watch my world mold itself, then in harmony with this inner change. And men will come into my world, people will come to add, and they will think that they are initiating the urge to help. They are playing only their part. They must do what they do because I have done what I did, having moved from one state into the other. I have altered my relationship relative to the world roundabout. And that changed relationship compels a change in behavior relative to my world. So they have to act differently towards me. Neville Goddard, taken from a lecture titled Changing the Feeling of I. I made a video yesterday about states, and I thought that today I should talk about state still in this podcast. Because being in a state is probably the most common misunderstanding, and people are asking a lot of questions about states. Well, here, Neville Goddard mentioned something very interesting towards the end of that quote. He says that once you step into another state, people will act a certain way. And they will think and feel that the way they act comes from them. But it doesn't. They will act a certain way towards you because you have done it already, as it says here in the quote, meaning you have stepped into a specific state that will imply or that implies that people have to act a certain way towards you. This is why we can manifest a specific person, for example. There is a lot of so-called coaches especially, I'd say, in the law of attraction crowd, who believe and teach that we cannot manifest a specific person. But this is the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. Because whether you want to manifest a job, whether you want to manifest money, or even a cup of coffee, guess what? You are going to move people. You're not going to get a job out of nowhere. You're not going to get money out of nowhere. And you're not going to get a simple cup of coffee out of nowhere. In order for you to get those things, 
you are going to have to move people. Aren't those people or that person that you need to move in order to get your desire a specific person? Of course they are. And also, whether you are manifesting a relationship with someone you've never met, you just intend that you are happily married or in a committed relationship, for example. So you believe that you are not manifesting a specific person, but you are. Because it doesn't matter that you were general in your desire, just focusing on being in that state of being in a relationship. It is a specific person that's going to show up, right? So if you are a teacher listening to this, teaching people that you cannot manifest a specific person, this makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Because no matter what we manifest, whether we are manifesting an object or a relationship or a job or a trip, whatever it is that we are manifesting, imagining. We are going to move specific people. Now, talking about state. Once you are in a state, people lose their free will. There is no more free will for anybody else and you included once you step in a state. For example, in my video yesterday, I talked about a time when I inherited some money, but I had never quit the state of being poor, the state of being broke, the state of lack. That state never left me, even when I had that nice little amount of money in my bank. Every time I would buy something, I didn't buy it from the state of having money. I still bought it from the state of lacking, of not having enough money. Therefore, I lost my free will right then and there because I was still in the state of not having money. Therefore, in less than four years, that money left me. And because of that state, I would take one bad step after another. So instead of making more money thanks to that money, I lost that money. If I had been able back then to step into the state of being wealthy, of feeling abundant, of feeling rich, instead of taking the bad step that I took that made me lose more money, I would have taken different steps. I would have taken steps that would have increased my money. So I had no free will. My so-called free will was depending upon the state that I was in. So once you step in a state, once you shift into a state, whether it's you or other people in your reality will lose their free will and act as if it came from them. In order for you 
to get your desire. But why is it so important that you understand the state that you are in? Because people will move according to the state that you are in. The state cancels everything else. Even a negative thought does not have much effect on your state. If you are in a winning state, things are going to go well for you. No matter what little negative thoughts you have throughout the day, no matter how much you may cry that day or being sad that day, if you are in the state of your wish fulfilled, you are going to get what you want, no matter what. But on the contrary, if you are not in that state, no matter how much affirmations you're saying, no matter how much scripting you're doing, no matter how much visualization you are doing, if you are in a completely different state than what you need to be in order to get your desire, then your desire will elude you. I hope this was helpful today, guys. Thank you for listening, and I really appreciate you.